As one thing is for sure, though, the Democrats are shatting in their pantaloons right now. Yeah, I want to take your pill. I want to drown in titties. She's fantastic. Welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. I am very, very stoked to have you in the mix for episode 185 of the show. Um, if you want to reach out, you can do so via email. We have some great emails this week, and I would like you to get in the rotation. We get a lot of the same really good people. So if you're a listener, we have many, many more listeners than we do emailers, and you want to be have some your life coached up, you maybe have some questions about something that's hap- that you see in the world, you have a you would like us to reflect on that same thing, you can send us an email. The email address is mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Additionally, you can send us a, you can call us and leave us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS is the number there. A little higher degree of difficulty, a little more intimidating, but great rewards hearing your voice on this show. So please reach out there, 949-464-TBLS. Of course, like our Facebook page because we share stuff there that we don't necessarily talk about here, and it's a good way to have a conversation with us when we're not actually doing the show. And additionally, subscribe to the show on iTunes. I made a point in going and looking at some of our iTunes reviews and ratings. Go there and leave us a five-star review and then say something like, this guy SoCal Chris P did. If you're smart, you'll subscribe. This podcast consists of comedy, sports, and celeb news for the non-basic community. That's right. Just straight to the point. We don't cater to basics here. Uh, Top shelf. Brian and Ed's chemistry works perfectly as they discuss current events, guy issues, and male anatomy. I laugh approximately seven times throughout the course of each episode. Good stuff. That's You're just you're hedging a little bit there, huh? Big P world? Seven times. That's it? This show's an hour. I feel like you're laughing more than that. You maybe need to get one of those little counters. Those little bar, the bar, the doorman counter. And click it every time you laugh because it's way more than seven. And finally, this is from um, user since March. Psychological nudity and amazing takes. And he spells takes T-A-Q-U-E-S, which is amazing in itself. TBLS is the very best listen for discussions about entertainment, primarily sports and TV movies. You will laugh constantly as the hosts analyze and expose the flaws and awesomeness of current events and movies and TV shows of the past. TBLS is for adults who can handle psychological nudity and takes that will keep... Okay, you get it. That's a very, very good review. Thank you for that user since March. Uh, I appreciate everybody that does that goes the extra mile and, and rates the show on iTunes because it does a lot for our profile. So continue to do that. And of course, Patreon. We had a recent guest co-host, Mark the Nomad. He said something and it was in it. I couldn't really quarrel with it because he was right. He, he said something and I'm paraphrasing that the 
technical aspect of the show is, quote, not my strong suit. And I think he even, like, threw in an obviously. I think it was like, like, he made it seem like it's very plain to everyone that this it's not this, my strength as a broadcaster, is the technical side of the show, which is would be fucked up, except it's pretty true. And along those lines, we recorded some bonus content last week for our Patreon page. And me, as host and engineer of the show, I kind of failed on as the engineer portion in that task because somehow we did some hilarious bonus content and Ed and I were really, really funny, but there would be long spaces where there would just would be nothing happening in the audio. And that was the part where fancy sauce was talking because for some reason the, the, her mic, even though everything was set up perfectly, her, her mic didn't record. So it was just two thirds of a three part conversation. So I fucked that up and I'm sorry, but we'll have more, more, um, Patreon bonus content for people that subscribe there, patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle. We will have something for you there this week. Asterisk. Unless I do something to fuck it up. So, uh, joining me now as always, of course it's at daily Ed. How are you, buddy? I'm doing well. Um, we opened the show last week with talk of Houston and, um, there were some overdue things to talk about. So an overdue RIP oh, yes. to, to a great on Twitter, Cornlog. Oh my God. How did, yeah, the Houston thing that kind of knocked Cornlog off the front page for us. Huge mistake on my Cause part. Cause I wrote it. I, yeah, I wrote yes, it down on. last yeah. week and then it's like, we launched into the important totally subject yes. of the day, but like Cornlog, you know, it's one of these things that, I feel like I got on Twitter and within like a couple days, Patton Oswalt, like, and followed like a few people, funny people I had known. And Patton Oswalt had retweeted this guy and I followed him like right away and he was just awesome. And then, you know, I heard like, I don't know, two weeks ago he died. It's a real bummer. But uh, he was great. Uh, I tried to find just some tweets that I liked of his, like, just, but only recently. I mean, he's been doing this for years, but I liked. I don't know how he knew this, but my son said human flesh tastes like pork, and I felt a new emotion later identified as pride. <laughs> he, I have a similar experience with Cornlog. By far, my all-time favorite Twitter personality, and it's not even close. No one ever made me laugh as hard as this guy. And it was kind of the same for me. I joined Twitter back in, like, I don't know, 09 or whatever, whenever, 2010, and I didn't really know what it was. Like, I, I'd, you know, I had heard, like, hosts on radio shows I listened to be like, oh, get on Twitter, or, you know, here's our Twitter handle, check us out on Twitter, whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's a way to communicate with these guys that I listen to. Maybe I'll do that. So I signed up, and I remember back then everybody was like, oh, you got to follow Shaq. Like, Shaq is so funny, <laughs> yeah. and he had, like, no. the most followers, and it's like, go see what Shaq, he's so crazy. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, I then I remember I was on Twitter, and I would I didn't see really what the point was. And so I just never went back on it. And then I did come back on it, and I'm not sure how I came to find Cornlog. But I did, and, I, and he was so filthy and hilarious, and I'm like, oh, 
No, this is the reason that this website exists. It doesn't exist for the reasons I thought. It exists for people, regular people, to come on and just be completely fucking hilarious. And no no one was better at that than Cornlog. He was just so fucking funny, literally every time. The guy never missed... And he, he was a young guy and he was a guy with a family and children. And it's a terrible, terrible tragedy that he is no longer with us. But I cannot say enough about the legacy that he left on Twitter. Go over, yeah, just go on, go his on his, yeah. yeah, go on his page and you'll see it. Like I'm looking at this one. There's an argument to be made that I should change my initial okay Cupid message from, I want to destroy your doo-doo hole. <laughs> the dude was just funny. He was just like really out there and he was great. He was yeah. always great. So He's super funny. RIP. Uh yeah. th- thank you for remembering that, Ed. What else is going on? Uh another overdue hero shout out to another guy. We'll use his Twitter name because I don't know if he wants his real name, but our our pal Cox Shittington. We talk about oh, these yeah. great stories yes. in Houston and we're we're friends with him on Facebook. Yep. The dude is like an actual hero. He's he said, "Hey, we're dry and have electricity in Houston. Like, please share this message with your friends. You know, we're, we're a safe drive spot. We can help you out. I've got, you know, kayaks or whatever. Like, he was. Yeah, no. He's the type of person that needs a, a salute. He's he's a great dude. I've had occasion to meet him a couple of times, and yeah. he is just the real deal. A real human being, salt of the earth." veteran just great great fucking guy and yeah i've seen all that he's been doing a lot of people that i'm friends with in houston have been doing to help people out and it's just amazing and inspiring and uh, i just love all you guys so good looking out cock shittington great dude yeah and uh and overdue fuck you to the super super sleazy joel Osteen. oh yes <laughs> he's Fuck the best that guy and his fucking Houston Rockets arena sized church. Yes. And uh in like and I read like like a few days after the controversy he like takes out a collection plate so the people in the parish can donate to the thing. It's like, "Hey buddy, you're sitting in the Rockets old arena. You can do the donating. You could do all this shit." No, he did and, he did a he finally took in refugees from the storm and then he did a sermon for them. And then pass the collection plate around oh, is to that the, the displaced people that were sleeping on fucking cots in his church. Oh, I didn't even read that much. I just saw that he was taking collections. I was like, fuck, fuck him. He, he doesn't need to be taken. Oh, so he's taking it from people who are displaced. And like, I saw one headline. It's like, hey, some people are going to lash out against Christians like us. And we'll just have to, we'll just have to fight through it through kindness. And it's like, kindness, you didn't. Like your your first argument was somebody didn't tell me to open the doors. Like right. fuck yes. you, that guy. That guy can go fuck himself in his fucking tax tax exempt status. Get Cockshittington tax exempt status, and then totally we'll talk agree. about fucking Joel Osteen. Totally agree. And remember, like when we were kids, yeah. it was the it was the, these preachers, and I thought like like Nazis. I thought we were kind of. Did away Get, with getting them. done with them, like with yeah. Jerry Falwell and Swaggart and Baker, and they were all kind of like fading. And then for some reason, they're just back, and this fucking asshole is just rolling in dough while people struggle. Well, they've tightened up their game a little bit. Like they don't, they're not offering miracles like they used to, but they're a little more straightforward where they're just like, hey, like just remember, money. remember we talked about that guy, Creflo Dollar? I think he's an Atlanta oh, yeah. mega church oh, guy. He, he's he, like, the he Lord wants me to have a jet. A jet. 
wants yes. a jet. I need Crap and one. not a shitty one, not a G four. I need one better than that. So I need a G five. So you guys got to give me some money because it's it's the only way I can preach. I do like Joel Osteen because his whole thing is prosperity gospel. So he gets up there every week and he it's like almost he's more like a motivational. He's kind of like a Tony Robbins type. Okay. Where it's like he doesn't really preach the gospel so much as he gets up there and he'll like he might refer to a passage and he'll be like Jesus wants you to be rich. He <laughs> wants you to have success. Go out and it's all just like trying to get you pumped up about yourself. If there is something out there for you, go out and take it. And it's like, it's like basically. So it is like Tony Robbins. It's just exactly a Tony Robbins thing, but he's tweaked it and thrown a little fucking Jesus angle on it. And he's got the hair gel and his teeth are real shiny. He looks real greasy. Yeah. Greasy as fuck. Fuck him. Fuck. I mean, churches and their tax exempt status. You know, yeah, like, it's the we, same as when we that? were watching uh, Going Clear, right? Yeah. I mean, it's the same shit. They're making money. They're making tons and tons of just money. Racket. Any yeah. any church that operates out of the fucking Rockets old arena. Yeah, that's, the summit. that's what is that? Yes, the summit. And I the, when I was uh, I remember in college when I was like going through Italy and stopped in the Vatican City. It's like oh my god, like yeah. everything's lined in gold. Gold. What what. What's the functional reason for this gold faucet? Yeah, they're rich as fuck. All the all Scientology does is buy buildings. They just own real estate, empty buildings, just to spread their wealth around. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's, it's a racket. It's a and, bad play. You, know, you don't. And what this Houston stuff has taught us is that, like, you know, people just they step up when 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 totally. when they're faced with this kind of. Um, tragedy or just you know others hardships like i think people overall certainly not everybody but overall i think people are good and like it's easy to compartmentalize and not like look at suffering you know when there's suffering in other continents and stuff it's it's easy to just kind of move on with your day but when it's your city or your town or you know hopefully people feel this way when it's your country like you you gotta step up and people do and and this you know, shitbird who wouldn't open his doors because right. nobody told him to. He can go right. fuck himself. Joel Osteen, who preaches the word, kept his doors closed. Meanwhile, I didn't even know it was Osteen. I yeah. thought it was Osteen. Osteen, yeah. Meanwhile, Cox Shittington, yeah, opened his fucking doors right up. Did somebody? Did somebody like from the government tell him to open his doors? No, he didn't wait. He didn't Goddamn wait. Hero. He's like, bring your animals over here. We live on a hill. I and- would tune in. If like every Sunday morning there was a program and it said, you know, Sunday mornings with Cox Shittington. Totally. That's that's something I would listen to. That's something that would interest me. Amazing. Uh okay, is there is there anything else? I'm trying to think if I have anything to share. Mm-hmm. I don't think I do. No. No. I mean ooh, I I bag on the guy a lot. I gotta <laughs> gotta hand it to uh, JJ Watt. Fucking oh, dude has gotten shit done. I was gonna bring that up. Twenty million bucks it's up to. I mean, that's that's Pretty much, there's there's no awards that are locked down before the season starts, no. except for the NFL Man of the Year. It's got the be. Walter Payton Man. Like he's got it. He could he could probably you know beat up eighteen different hookers, probably male totally. prostitutes, oh, and he'd be course, all right. Of course, yeah, yeah. He could get into a definitely a few D- DUIs. He could be caught in flagrante delicto at a um, <laughs> you know at a 
rest stop. <laughs> At a Kentucky maybe, massage parlor? Yeah, like hanging around a port area, yeah. a harbor yeah. type. Un- under the pier. Spot, yes, exactly. Like any, like parks, like certain parks he might end up in. He and could be in that place where the, the dad from Alf showed up. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it wouldn't matter because he's done great, great things quickly great. and effectively and with no bullshit. So we, we have made fun of J.J. Watt quite a bit on yeah. this show, but we do not, not, not right now. That's amazing what he's done. Uh, okay, let's do some email. Here's a quick one from um, Adam Ansel. He's just describing this came in right after the show last week, so we didn't we recorded early last week, so I wasn't able to get it on. But he's just talking about what's going on w- with the storm in Houston. Um, guys, fancy this shit is serious. A buddy and me went kayaking through a neighborhood called Mission Bend to try to help people. Parentheses, not a humble brag. The neighborhood is completely submerged, as is everything around it. I've never seen anything like this. I was literally able to kayak up to people's doorsteps. Uh, this Adam owns owns a battery shop in, in Houston, and he wants everybody to know that they're selling car and generator batteries at costs at Republic Battery. If anyone is in need, everyone be safe and pray for Houston. This shit is real. That's from Adam Ansel. Good looking Good man. out, Adam. Adam like, to the totally, heroes list. Yes, Absolutely. Totally. Um, and what one thing, and not, yeah, I mean, fuck, people get so touchy when you try to bring up anything remotely political. But this is the thing, like, you've, you've got to keep this in mind because every time a tragedy happens, they wait till it's in the rearview mirror, and then it's like, all right, well, we'll, well we won't vote that way. We won't, right. like, this is, this is the shit you've got to, like, keep, like, holding on to because there were people voting down Katrina relief. Of course. Like, like Mike Pence, he he, oh, yeah. he made he a big made... plea. Don't bankrupt our grandchildren to help out the people in New Orleans. Yeah, like, he used a Bible Ted, verse. Ted Cruz, uh, you well, know, he's talked cunt. about Sandy. Well, he's a cunt, but still, yeah. he voted against Sandy. Like these guys, they let it go enough in the rearview mirror and like every political issue. And it's like you, this, you need to help people. Yeah. People need fucking help. And it's not a choice that people's homes were wiped out. And I, I heard a crazy stat that like maybe a third or a quarter of the houses that were wiped out had flood insurance. Like right. people are fucked and they need help and they need, this is what FEMA and, and different, you know, relief money is for. And like, fuck, you know? Oh, even people with insurance. Remember um, Katrina after Katrina, the people with flood insurance, the flood insurers are like, oh, no, 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 no. It wasn't the flood. It was the wind that fucked oh, you right, up. Oh, right, right, right. You got right. destroyed by wind. We don't, we don't insure wind. We insure floods. The floods came because of the wind, and it was back and forth. The, you know, no, the insurance company's not running to help pay out. That's not their, that's not their business plan. They're, they're looking to pay as little as possible, and, uh, you know, that's, that's just – but this is the point the of having a government where you need to have this yeah. whatever, quote, rainy day fund or right. whatever. You need to have this type we of shit because this will always happen. It, like, it will always happen. It might happen by the time this podcast, uh, you know. It, yes. Well, there's another, like, there's a, there's a big ass hurricane bearing down on Florida as we speak. Irma. That uh, we might have to, to work, deal with. I used to work with an Irma. Oh, yeah. Bigger, not not bigger pleasant. Woman. Yeah. yeah not pleasant. That. I can see that. No, like, no, like, super hot, skinny chick with big boobs has ever been called Irma. 
Yeah. She was she was she was calling in the orders at the uh, Apolog- pizza place I worked at. Apologies if any of your mothers or wives are named Irma's. I'm sure I'm sure they're beautiful. Yeah, so I'm just I'm just general. There's an exception to every rule, of course. Uh, okay, it, some emails. Hey B, as a fanny pack expert, I figured I'd ask you. I just got this sweet new fanny pack that looks like the WWE Championship belt. Which is worse for my look? The fanny pack or admitting I still watch wrestling? Regards, Francis and Glendale, heterosexual. Well, obviously, the wrestling, being an adult that watches wrestling is the worst thing you could be. No. That's worse. That's much, much worse. Fanny packs are cool. No. Utilitarian. You put your shit in them. You put all your shit in the fanny pack. Then you don't have to worry about. Yeah, go ahead. For the functional purpose bullshit. Oh, yeah. Guess what? Very functional. Everything a guy needs can fit in his pockets. I mean, unless you're a serial killer who travels without pockets in your pants or shorts or whatever the fuck you're wearing, you don't need a fanny pack. It's excessive. It helps. No. Wearing a fanny pack is like having a parrot on your shoulder or a snake around your neck. It's a move of somebody dying to get noticed. So, I mean, how dare you? You're rearranging you're rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic if you're wearing it an ed uh, a championship belt fanny pack. It's it's the same bullshit. And like everybody's into weird shit. People, yeah. I mean the show Ballers is on TV. Oh, like people it's so bad. But people watch it. Uh, people me, watch wrestling. Me are like, those I, people. Yeah. So mm. you watch that and yeah. he watches wrestling. It's the yeah. same goddamn thing. Mm. I I I've I, I'm not mm. I'm not going to uh, say I watch nothing that's frivolous. Like I cannot, for the life of me, understand anything about professional wrestling. Me, either. I don't understand any appeal, but I don't understand the appeal of ballers or any reality show. Yeah, yeah. it's everybody's got the weird shit. Last night, I couldn't get to sleep. Flipping around, I watched a few minutes of an Elvis movie and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Was it? I'm not gonna. It was Viva Las Vegas and Margaret in her prime. Oh, Woo. so hot. This is yeah. an all-time classic. But, I mean, it was ridiculously embarrassing to watch, yeah. but I watched it. Well, what passed for entertainment back then was just not... Yeah, but this was 2017. This was yeah. last night, and I watched That's it. That's true. That's true. That is a problem. I do, I do have a question, though. It says, that looks like the WWE championship belt. Is there, like, just one? Is it, like... Does it always look the same? Because I don't know. Like, do they have different governing bodies like like in boxing? Right, right. Like, don't they make a new one for whoever? Because, like, if you win it, then no, it's just it's yours. Do you have to give it to the other guy if you lose it? I mean, it's, it's, that's the same with the IBF belt. I'm sure that they, they don't they, give they it back. Own. Yeah, they, yes. They keep oh, their they own. Keep they keep it. I also have – remember when people were watching um, – we're watching uh, poker on TV for some reason. That was a really ugly trend. That was really like what every you're, time you're you, in a bar and you're staring at people staring at cards. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Every time you turn on ESPN, they'd be like, "Oh, poker, the World Series of Phil poker." Phil Ivy, yeah, Phil Ivy, and uh, I don't know if I've recommended it on this show, but anybody that hasn't listened to the Thirty for Thirty podcast about Phil Ivy, oh, where he his, fucking robbed. He's a no, crook. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. 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 no yes. No, no. Employing that bitter, bitter Chinese. Uh, well, it's her. I, she had the plan. Yeah. Well, he, if somebody said, "I've got a plan to rob a bank," you don't go along he, with it. He didn't. No. He's no. A no. Bad no. Dude. No. 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 I no. listened to it. He's he, a bad dude. 
he just changed the odds of the game. He didn't do anything illegal. He just asked for things and they gave it to him. Okay. That's their, that's their fault. No, no. Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. All right. Illegal or immoral. It wasn't illegal. Well, gambling is immoral. The, the, The casino having an inherent advantage is immoral. I'm not shedding tears for the casino, but yes, he was you are. cheating. He was cheating. You know what he's doing? He was doing the type of move like Bill Belichick will do until they change the rules. It's it's like it get, leaves a bad taste in your mouth. I mean, like it's not. It's just kind of. It's not in the spirit of the game you're playing. But is the is the house's inherent advantage in the spirit? Like you walk in, and if you play long enough, you're for sure going to lose. Because okay. the because the that's game why is you're waited. only supposed to gamble every once in a blue moon. So the game lucky, the game is waited for them. But if you go in and you go, hey, I noticed something here that can change the odds to my favor. I guess I won't maximize the odds for me because Ed Daly thinks it's immoral. No? Don't do it for me, but just know do it that for like yourself. if I'm, it, it, I don't enjoy, I I don't like a person like Phil Ivey. Well, I don't like it. Yeah, gamblers are very slimy. I would agree with that. He's a slimy, sleazy dude. But I don't think he should. A- I don't think he should have to pay back any money to any casinos just because he no. But looked I'm at okay the cards and knew what they ball. were. Yeah, they could. Like, yeah, that's that's their business. But that's that's but business. But that's what I, I don't. I don't care about the the paying back. But like, yes, fuck him. Well, I agree. You know, like yeah, then blackball. Yeah, if they don't want to let him gamble there, that's fine. That's their problem. No, I don't. They, because they got taken. Yes. I'm fine with them losing. Yeah, good. But, fuck them. But I don't like him to either. Okay. Well, I'm glad we can agree on that. Oh, but my whole point was, first of all, listen to that podcast. It's very good. 30 for 30 podcast. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. And I, I think I read an article like in the Guardian. Oh, that prison boxing one? That was good. Oh, no. I, I didn't hear that one. I read yeah, they talked about a, like a pro fight in, in, what, a, in a prison. What I was, my question was this, is that you would turn on this, um, this world series of poker and they'd be like, this guy has, you get a, in that, you don't get a belt, you get a bracelet. And they go, this guy has like. 14 bracelets and i'd be like wait well don't they only give out one a year like how was like how many years has this been going on that every single guy this guy's got eight this guy's got 11 bracelets this guy's got four bracelets and i'm like well at the end they only give out one like how many how could one guy have so many and i don't my guess is that there's, i think if you get to there's the different final events. table oh. oh well i think it's kind of like the olympics where there's like yeah, he didn't win. He didn't win the one that's on TV, but he won some other one, like oh, stud, or the, the like the award shows where they have the technical awards. Right? Yes, it's yeah, <laughs> daytime Emmys. Like, yeah, he's right. got those, but it was in the daytime. Right, your local Emmy. anchor has yes. nineteen daytime yes. Emmys. And you're like, what? Exactly. Uh, okay, we continue. Hello, Brian, Ed, and Kate. This weekend, we were subject to all the dumb baseball player nicknames for MLB Players Weekend. Oh, I didn't know about this. Some lowlights from my L.A. Dodgers were Logan Forsythe and Ross Stripling going with Logie Bear and Chicken Strip. In TBLS episode 182, you reviewed the nicknames Tug McGraw and The Big Unit. While we all know baseball players are stupid, I contend that these two nicknames are possibly thinly veiled insults at the subjects. Tug McGraw was likely a chronic masturbator who caught who was caught so many times that it became his identity. Well, that's pretty much what I said. 
and Randy Johnson was a well-known asshole during his career, I'm sure that extended to his teammates who basically found a way to call him a dickhead to his face. Hence the big unit moniker. I don't know how that means that equals dickhead though. I mean, I'm pretty big sure. Dick. Yeah. He's just, a big, oh, he's dick. a big dick. Okay. Right. Uh, thanks for the time. That's from Pareda 44. Yeah. I don't, I don't disagree. What it's always the simplest answer. Like if they're saying, if the guy's called tug, it means he jerks off a lot. It's just until you yeah. tell me some, another reason that makes sense. It's cause he, cause he likes to masturbate quite a bit. RIP tug McGraw, by the way. I, uh, I watched games that weekend last weekend when they had the nicknames and Two things stood out. One, like I saw because it was in New York, there was there was some buzz that like one of the guys on the team, I want to say like Brett Gardner, one of the guys is like, hold on, not the tra- Yankees. Yes. All right. Not on. the tradition of the Yankees. We've never had names on our backs. I, I would prefer to go without a name when every oh other guy God. in Major League Baseball puts it on. It's like, all right, you can go Dude, fuck yourself, Brett yeah. Gardner. When, and then so like, he tried to petition the leagues, like, no, we agreed with the players' union they could have one fun weekend. With, like, I, I thought cares? it was kind of douchey, but, like, whatever. Yeah. Who, cares? Who cares? And then the worst nickname, I mean, there were some bad ones. The worst one was Aaron Judges, because he put All Rise on the back, and it's like, that's like a Berman nickname. Like, oh, yeah. that's Aaron it's All not like Rise people, Judge. Yeah. Yeah, like, people don't go, hey, All Rise, go All Rise. Like, I get it's a play on Judge, but, like, it's not a nickname. It's just, like, Something like, you know, like a New York paper would write after he hits the game winning yeah, homer. Yeah. Like it's, it's fucking terrible. Well, and like you shouldn't be allowed. And I'm to watching a, a yeah. I'm watching a Yankee Oriole game right now, and there's like a whole bunch of people in judges costumes like sitting there oh, no. cheering for him. Like it's it's really bad. Do the they wear the wigs? Gonna, yes. Oh no. And the guys, the guy, the guy has had a great year and all, but not since I the All Star break. On. Yeah, I know, but he still has a like his body of work is pretty fucking yeah. impressive for a rookie. Um, you shouldn't be allowed to nickname yourself. So if they go, "Hey, we're doing um, nickname weekend," yeah, your teammates, y- yeah, your teammates, or they should be like, "Give us, um, give us like five the email addresses of five guys you went to high school with." <laughs> or from your fraternity or something, so they they can get the real info. Here was a, 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 a real red flag for Shaq. Remember, he used to just constantly, oh, I'm the big Aristotle. Yes. And people are like, oh, big Aristotle. And it's like, based on what? He's yeah. a fucking idiot. Diesel. No. Shaq Daddy like, Diesel. They, people can name you. You don't name yourself the big Aristotle. Like what? The, La- what? the Lakers used to have that guy. I believe he's from New Jersey. Andrew Bynum. And- uh, yeah, he was like one of these... Right out of uh, yeah. high school, bunk, and he right? went. He was on. He wanted to be called the A Train. He wanted to nickname himself the A Train. He probably because mm-hmm. Kobe's a bad influence because Kobe called himself the Black Mamba, and right. no one else called him that. He just made that up for himself and wanted to be called I am the Black Mamba. And because he's Kobe, people let him. But this this um, Andrew Bynum, he wanted to call himself A Train, and the all the rest of the guys are like, nah. They're like. You wear your socks in the shower because you think that's going to keep you from getting athlete's foot. So your name is Socks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Socks. People should name you. That's why it's always great when you get the giant guy who's slim. Yeah. And, uh, yes, that's you know, great. Yeah. You fat, know, like th- those Tony. are the good nicknames. Yeah. I totally agree. Uh, okay. One more. Ballers. 
please thank Ed for his book recommendation. I will monitor IMDb to find out when it will be validated by becoming a movie. I will continue to believe the book is trash until this happens, because if it isn't worth making into a movie, trash AF. Heart emoji, Paul, hashtag current epi. Uh, Paul is staunchly anti-book. I, I do. I love that stance. There's a great Jim Gaffigan line where he's like, whenever somebody says the book is better, I'm like, have you ever seen a movie? Like, no. Yeah. Like, I agree in general, but this is like a guy, a short story is about him being miserable. Like, it wouldn't work as a movie. Oh. It's fucking, and I know two listeners told oh, me that they had it. bought oh, it. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, look at you. Maybe we'll, yeah. maybe we'll get a sponsorship well, out Oprah's of this. Oprah's book, book club. Yes, totally. Uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, reading, it's, you know, it's, it's hard for some people. Some people just, they don't get into it. I, I enjoy a good read. It helps me fall asleep. I like to read a little bit before I go to bed every night. Okay, everybody, Ed. buy mine when when I'm done editing this fucker. What's that? I'm I'm finished with the book. I'm just editing. Oh it. So yes, your history like, book. Yeah, it's fucking a monster. So I need to cut it down a lot. Oh, nice. And when? And then we're gonna we're gonna shop it around. We're gonna get some meetings here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Uh, okay, Ed. What is going on in the world of sports? Davy's choice. It's a choice I made. Okay, Cleveland's Cleveland's police union will refuse to participate in the raising of the flag during the national anthem ceremony at the Browns' home home opener to protest Browns players kneeling down during the anthem. Cleveland.com interviewed Cleveland Police Patrolmen's Association President Steve Loomis, and he gave the following statement. Uh, The... The players not standing for the national anthem is offensive because of the sacrifices that people make that allows these guys to enjoy the success they have, Loomis said. While they're benefiting from the protection of the flag, they're kneeling in disrespect of it, he said. Now, Brian, two things. Do you think Loomis was similarly, similarly outraged when Cleveland cops murdered an unarmed 12-year-old boy? And do you think this shit for brains Loomis understands the hypocrisy of refusing to hold a flag while others refuse to salute that flag? Right. It's the same thing. Same thing. You're doing the, you're doing the same thing. How about we just not have anthems at games? Like what's, why do we do that anyway? Like, do, yeah, does I it have like to be at was, every game? Can we just do it at the Super it Bowl? Last year, last year when John McCain, you know, I haven't been his biggest fan. He was like, this is all bullshit. Like we're spending our military spending money on all these, you know, production oh, yeah. on the production value before games. He's like, we need to stop spending money on the NFL. That is just making insane amounts of money. Yeah. Like bu- he was right. Buying commercials, paying for those uh, flyovers. Although I had to admit those flyovers are pretty bad. They're awesome. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but like our military shouldn't be helping Roger Goodell out. That guy can go fuck himself. Yeah, like if you're if you're at a game and a half dozen F-15s fly over your head a couple hundred feet above the stadium, like you're it's pretty fucking bitching. But the the NFL, the the military pays the NFL for that privilege. They want that's a way for them to promote themselves and they and that the NFL doesn't do that for free. No. So it's something to think about, you know, like, is it worth it? I mean, and we've also said you're not going to join another army, right? Like there's only the one army that you're going to go in. So if you're, if you're thinking about doing that, I don't think you need to see a commercial where you're like, I was thinking about Chile. (laughs) 
Canadian Army. They got that craft dinner up there, man. Like <laughs> soccer, baseball, all the colored or the pencil crayons you could want. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Barbados, and they make a strong case, but <laughs> leaning towards the American, the U.S. Army. And also, we've pointed out in a few different stories, but like. This guy needs to be reminded that his job is not to p- protect and serve people that he chooses to protect right. and serve. Like, he's getting a paycheck to protect and serve the public. Yeah. Not, not like, the people that he thinks are doing their patriotic Sp- duty. Like Freedom of speech, dude. Yeah. There are people who just don't agree with you. Yes. But you still have to protect them. Also, who cares? Like, I don't... <laughs> it's, it's a personal thing. Like, I... When I go to a game, I stand up and I take my hat off and I look at the flag. Yes. You know, yes. that's what I do. But I don't I don't want you telling me what to do. And I'm not going to tell you what to do. You do it however you do it. Right. And in his case, he's not doing it now. Yeah. He's saying, fuck the flag. Exactly. Fuck the flag. You don't respect the flag. So, well, I so hate So I won't flag. hold it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make it worse. Okay. What else is going on? Rugby, one of my favorite sports that people have to tell me that Americans don't like. Fine. I like it. I wish I could watch it. I like it. it. Yeah. Don't good. understand all it's of it. It's kind of hard I, to I figure like out sometimes. Yeah. I like it. I like that when in the, the Olympics, they did the sevens and the games were like 15 minutes. Yeah. They, they were, could play they multiple were, games in a day. It was great. Yeah. It's so badass. It goes by so fast and it's wide open. They don't, you know, like guys go for long runs and it's bitching. I feel like U.S. could compete pretty quickly in a sport like that if it's only 15 minutes. You know we what? Could, we yeah. could put field a team, right? You, you know what? Our team's okay. Like we're not, okay. um, we compete. Like we, we haven't won any major tournaments or anything. But like everybody's got a chance when when one of these when like the World Cup comes on, yeah, like there's certain teams are better. But the um, the last sevens World Cup, fucking Fiji won. Fiji, right. you know, Fiji is a champion of something. Like Fiji's got a good team, and Japan's good. Japan somehow they got a few Samoans on the team. I don't know how they worked that out, but there's Samoans well, on the Japanese. It is a sumo culture too, That's right? True, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's 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 cool in that respect that you know like France is good and Canada's pretty good and like you know it's uh, these international competitions very very competitive, unlike that soccer thing where every game's one nil. Right, and if they get a lead. Everybody just starts passing yeah. back and forth. Yeah, it's one to nothing. We just won't even go in their end Holds again. it. Holds <laughs> it. Okay, what's going on with rugby? Well, Vi- Vice Australia recently interviewed a, a stripper from uh, Down Under about her worst type of clients, and her answer right off the top yeah. of her head were rugby professional rugby players. Yeah. In the interview, she accused the local team, the Chiefs, of allegedly – they allegedly threw gravel, exposed themselves, touched, licked, grabbed, spiked drinks – and shortchanged uh, yeah. one of the strippers at their end of the season party. Now, Brian, why are guys still throwing money away at strip bars? Don't they realize Jack Shacks and escorts it's are a true. lot cheaper? It's true. I don't. You know, I don't get the appeal. Like you, you can get really good looking escorts for what you would blow in a night in at if, one of these strip clubs. If you're a professional rugby player in Australia. Right. I mean, you you get the you get some top shelf ass. Like you're not- I, I guess the only thing I can think of it always goes back to the Charlie Sheen line where he doesn't pay them to come; he pays, pays them leave. to leave. Yeah, that is a good point. Um, but you you can imagine like these guys are very privileged. You know, they're very base. They're not exactly the most developed 
people. They run into other dudes with their heads a lot. Uh, so it's that's not surprising that they would yeah. be un, uh, unmanageable in a strip club environment. Speaking of strippers and porn, <laughs> what's going well, on in Kansas City? Kansas City, well, this, good or not good? They're not good anymore, right? They won the World Series a couple uh, years ago. No longer yeah. good. I don't think they're terrible, though. I think they're around 500. So, like, 500. that means they're, they're probably three games out of the wild card, right. four games they're, out of the wild card. They're okay. at 500, like 80% of the teams in the major leagues. Okay, go on. Right. Um, this past Sunday, Kansas City Royals pitcher Danny Duffy was arrested for drunk driving. Now, during the press conference, Royals GM Dayton Moore somehow came off the rails and started discussing a link between watching porn and domestic domestic abuse. When Moore was asked if there were new educational protocols in place after what happened this offseason with Jordano Ventura, that was the pitcher. He was a real dick. He kept, he kept, he was a headhunting oh, pitcher. Oh, yes. He, but uh, where my boy Manny Machado kicked the shit out of him. Yeah. Um, but he, he, I saw, was it real sports where like the, the Dominican guys, like it's, it's like a badge of honor to never wear a seatbelt and they all drink and drive right. down there and, it's crazy and there's like the the motor deaths are like way higher than any other country but anyway they asked you know in re- re- relation to that and the deeply religious general man- manager gave a puzzling answer we've done a lot of leadership stuff with our players very transparent about things that will happen in our game not only with drugs and alcohol we talk about pornography and the effects mm-hmm. of what it does to the minds of players and the distractions and how that leads to the abuse of domestic abuse to abuse of women, how it impacts relationships. We talk a lot about things, and I don't mind sharing with you. Now, Brian, what if you were a GM, what would be the most important way to build a major league champion? Would it be to find good pitching depth or just adding several five-tool players or lecturing the squad on pornography consumption? Here's, what I, here's the thing, is you... When anybody out of nowhere brings up a topic that is not apropos of the topic being discussed. It's yes. Be- it's because they are preoccupied with that subject and they're always yep. steering the conversation back towards that subject. So any politician that has, is strongly, is staunchly anti-gay, for instance, they're telling mm-hmm. you something. There's something in their psyche that makes it so they can't, they're fixated on that topic. Why would you be fixated on something? Why would you hate something so much? Unless it were inside of you. Unless it were something about you that you hated. Yeah, he just, he cries through porn on yeah. the road. Yes. Slaps himself. I'm a bad boy. Yes, exactly. He <laughs> hates himself. He really, really, he 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 obsesses over porn. He watches it. He masturbates to it like us normal people. But then at the end, he's so sad and he has so much guilt because of the way he was raised. And when and when it comes time to have a discussion about something else, something else that was that was potentially tragic, he has to steer it in a different direction because that's where the way his brain works. That's what's in his mind at all times. Yeah. I I know somebody not too far away from him in the organizational oh, structure. I need really? to find out about this yeah. deeply religious dude. Yeah, yes. Interesting. I mean, it's just you're really, really trying to suppress something. And when you try to suppress something, 
it finds ways to come out. That's all I'm saying. I haven't worked in an office environment in a while, but like yeah. people wouldn't know like deeply religious. What would that have to do with being a GM? Right. Like you're talking yeah. about scouts and yeah. trades and stuff like you. This shouldn't come up. No, no, it's your own thing. It's your, keep it to yeah. yourself. My name is Brian They call me the other guy I host a podcast show I'll give hetero life a try If you see something on my hand That makes you think I'm not a man It's just my cool rings, you see They're as sparkly as can be my don't Troy on DVD. Ed, speaking yep. speaking of people who weren't able to keep things suppressed, <laughs> a nightclub owner was forced to shutter his bar after a staff revolt when his workers learned he had made a contribution to David Duke's failed 2016 Louisiana Senate campaign. Wow. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, well, you know, in Baton Rouge, this kind of shit goes on. And in Metairie, you know, you don't, it's just a different culture down there. Yeah, and it's, sure. we, we don't understand in, uh, in that's, that's the extent. The people talk like, towns. well, the people talk like Ed Orgeron. Have you, have you heard yeah. this guy give a press conference? Oh yeah. The, it's impossible. To the LSU the coach. Like he's the best. I mean, it's it's insane that somebody actually talks like that. Yeah, he was he was the num- when he was assistant at USC. They had to it's keep great. him. They had to keep him through several coaches because he just delivered so many players. Like the players loved him, and he would he was just a recruiting monster. And I'm like, how? These guys impossible to understand. Yeah, the parents could they possibly understand when he's in the living room? Yeah, yeah I want to take your girl. Oh, okay. Uh, I think he promised you a truck, so we should sign. Right. It. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, it turns out, Ed, that this, this contribution didn't come from anywhere in Louisiana at all. That's this contribution came from a bar owner in Minneapolis of all places. What? Club Jaeger owner, Julius DeRoma donated $500 to the former Imperial wizard of the Knights of the Ku Klux, it's always hard to say, Ku Klux Klan Senate bid. Uh, the, the, a newspaper reported this donation on Tuesday and by Thursday, the dude's bar was shut down because the workers were like, Oh fuck this. I'm not working here anymore. Uh, he was, they reached him for comment and he said, it's just basically free speech. Well, whatever. He continued when asked about those who were offended (laughs) by his donation. What do you expect? It's basically something that has blown up beyond what it was, what it should be. Ed, does Julius realize that the freedoms he employs to donate to a former KKK grand wizard and current plastic surgery disaster, David Duke, are the same freedoms that his employees use to choose not to work for a cunt? My God, the way people misunderstand freedom of speech right. is insane. Yeah. 
And even if you are the biggest racist piece of shit on earth, just looking at David Duke's eyebrows, Holy you should shit. not support. He's, he's the scariest dude, not just what's coming out of his mouth, the scariest dude, like, hit, just to look at. He looks like yeah. uh, Jocelyn Wildenstein. Like, he's yeah. so freaky looking. Yes, the cat lady. Yeah. He, yeah. He looks like Joan Rivers today. <laughs> like, uh, decomposing, but, like, there's so much shit in the face yes. that you can't quite tell it's what's still, going on. Still kind of hanging in there. Uh yeah, like who just there's a certain kind of racism. There's the kind of racism where your great grandparents grew up in the depression and they still um don't know that it's not okay to use the word colored. That's right. And then there's the kind of racism where you're kicking it running a thriving nightclub operation in Minneapolis of all places and you're like, "You know what I need to do today?" I need to find a way to help out David Duke. And aside from our president, everyone has known who he was for for right. years. Yes. Right? I it, think everyone knows he's a like outright racist former grand wizard. Like he's he's a documented terrible human being. Oh yeah, remember when Bob Dole was running for president and they're like, "Hey Bob Dole, what do you think this David Duke wants to support you?" And Bob Dole's like, "Uh, fuck that guy." Yeah. Like, "No, no thank you. I don't want he his support." Cuz he fought guys like David Duke. Yes. <laughs> fuck David Duke. Get the fuck out of here with your support. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. That's that's what a real a real right. human a real being American is supposed to do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ed, this week mm-hmm. if uh you're having a little trouble scoring meth. Mm-hmm. You can blame those buzzkills at the DEA because they busted a Mexican cartel operation that was smuggling meth into the New York, New Jersey area mm. in candles shaped like dicks. <laughs> there goes my weekend. Totally. An undercover DEA agent initially arranged the the delivery of dick candles after meeting with one of the attempted smugglers, Augustin Zamora Vega, at a hotel, posing as a potential buyer and promising to find a safe spot to store the goods. Hey, I got a place for your dicks, okay? Bring your dicks over. Well, I got a spot for your meth dicks. Um, they looked at a place, they couldn't find the right place, so eventually they w- they settled on a New Jersey warehouse and put the plan in motion, and Ed, that's where the bust eventually went down. Seeing as how neither of us do meth, um, I'm still sort of interested, where can I find some amphetamine-free dick candles? <laughs> hey, oh, come on, every bachelorette party. They got oh, yeah, the too. dick hats. Dick they're, straws. They're all- Oh, God forbid you're at a comedy club and a bachelorette party shows up. Worst. They just ruin it. Um, I was thinking, you know, as you're telling this story, what a bummer of a habit because I love pizza. I love cheeseburgers. I love beer. But if they said, like, I'm sorry, this weekend, the only way you can get it is if you have to consume it out of, like, a turgid meat whistle. I'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to wait till next weekend until I can find a different version of that because, like, I don't – I don't love it that much, but they can do it with with meth because, like, 
People will take it any way they can get it. Yeah. And that's that's the sadness of it all. I remember like when I was a kid seeing like you'd have to go to a head shop to get like a, a pipe for your weed and they'd have like dick bongs and stuff. And I was like, well, who the fuck is smoking weed out of this? Like this yeah. is ex- pretty much exclusively a dude centric activity here. And no, no guy I know is going to offer you a bong hit out of, out of a 10 inch cock bong. I mean, just, yeah, and, but does, does it, there? do gay guys really like, I mean, yeah, I it seems like, I think they yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you should see some of these, uh, some, when you walk by some of the windows in the West village, oh, yeah. there's some freaky equipment and outfits. Super gay. Well, the thing is, is that gay guys, they're both dudes. They're all dudes. Yeah, why play games? Right, and dudes are pretty horny, and they don't have to, like, pretend like chicks. You don't really have to work for it, I would imagine. Like, they're just ready to go. They probably, they like to swing by Rain City Jack, Seattle's premier masturbation club. Yeah. And just meet some, they just get naked, they get their dicks out, and they just start jerking their dicks. And that's how they meet other dudes. So... (laughs) And that's like the start. That's like the beginning. And then they just only ramp it up from there. And, you know, who knows what levels of depravity these guys can get to. But good for them. But it's all, yeah. But I'm guessing that it's not just gay guys who would be buying those dick candle meth. They would just, they just take it however they can get it. And that's the bummer. Yeah, that's true. That is a bummer because you gotta you gotta get dick meth. Like if you really need your meth, you're gonna yeah, do some dick you, meth. If you're hetero, you're mm-hmm. gonna pretend phallic shaped foods are not. Like you're gonna put a hot dog in a bun. Yeah. You have a sausage on a plate. You're gonna chop it up. Chop you're not going to. Di- yeah. You're not just going to take the thing and hold it and put it in your mouth like well, that. Well, just ask um, current energy secretary and former um, <laughs> governor of Texas. Yeah. Um, he one time was eating a very large corn dog, and it was the picture went viral, <laughs> and it was not a. It was. I bet he regrets that. I bet. He's kind of like, you know what? More, you know, he probably regrets that way more than the name of his ranch. That that would have... Um, Niggerhead. Yeah, that David Duke would have yeah. approved. He eventually changed the name, but he owned it for quite a while before yeah. changing the name. It's not like is, he bought it and was like, first thing to go is that name. No. I'd be that like... his ranch. There's a lot of ranches in Texas. Like, Texas is, like, mostly private land, loads of ranches, and I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to be running for governor. Like I have some aspirations here. It's probably not going to look down, look good for me down the road to own a place called Niggerhead. And also why is it called that? Well, but this is this brain of the same guy who is the energy secretary. And so if you thought you might be in the running for a white house spot, would you compete on dancing with the stars? That's like, true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, okay, Ed. Yeah. Joining us now, it's our very own pop culture correspondent, somebody that we did some bonus content with last week, and she was very funny. But she was alas, great. alas, alas, the audio was butchered by yours truly. This week, we will not have such an issue with our Patreon content. You know, after this show blows up, yes. they're going to find this the, the unearthed tapes 
People yes. are going to be clamoring for that. Like, we've just increased our value there. The problem is I throw all that stuff in the recycle bin, but I should save it like when, like when they found yeah. Bob Dylan's basement tapes or like everybody's yeah. got basement tapes. That's like our basement tape. And you a new Jimi Hendrix album comes out like every six or seven years and you're like, yeah. wait, guy died in 1972. Like, what's what's going on here? Yeah, no more losing. And with Hendrix, maybe you should have stopped in 72. Uh, no more losing. Like, mm, he wasn't feeling so well today. Yeah, they're doing, they're not, it's not the best stuff. Uh, thank you for joining us, Kate. You were saying fancy sauces with us. No more losing my audio. That's what I was trying to get out. That's right. I will not. It's pretty sexist. I know it was. It was really lame of me because you were extra good oh, on that thanks. on that bonus content. Um, I just want to get into pet peeves for a second oh, before I get into the many. news. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. So today I showed up in my yoga class. Yes. And I rolled out my mat. Yeah. I actually like to double mat. Oh, you're a double matter, huh? What does that mean? What does that mean? I use she, two. She stacks yeah. one on top of the other. Anyway, so there were... Understandable. There mm-hmm. were people set up to the left of me, of oh, my yes. mat, yeah, and to the right, wide open. Yeah. This lady comes in, unrolls her mat. In between. How, how, how big is this? I'm holding That's, my hands up. She's holding her hands about 18 inches apart. She unrolls her mat. She sets up her Mm -hmm. mat 18 inches next to me, apart from me. Yes. But meanwhile, the room She has a lot. She could. was wide open. Right. Kate, you know what you just did? What? You lived like a guy with a line of urinals. Yes. We we have these problems all the time. I get so claustrophobic. And I'm always like, what the fuck goes through people's minds that invade your space like this? So I stood there and I just kind of like looked at her, Matt, just stared at it. Oh, yes. You're so confrontational. And so she like was getting her blocks and her. Yeah. um, She's getting all set up. You know, her blanket and and her strap. And I'm just like. She should feel uncomfortable. And I'm like mumbling under my breath. Like, what? What is wrong with people? Yeah. Like, what? And I was going to say, you know what? Why don't you move over a little bit so that when we inevitably you move roll to the side and, and mm-hmm. you know do stretches yes. on the on the laying Warri- on our backs, warrior one, we're not intertwining our legs. Warrior two. Anyway, before I could get that out, someone came and I was like, "Fuck!" And they kind of like closed up the gap. So. Yeah. I made a big deal of moving my mat to the left yes. and saying to the guy to the left of me. I'm just going to move a little bit closer to you. If you don't mind. So that we all have room. Yeah, that's good. And then I looked right at her. Oh. And then there was some other, like, oh, no. bullshit going on with mats in the back of the class. Yeah. And the teacher, she walked up to the run and she's like, you know what? I think I just want to, I'm just going to talk a little bit about yoga etiquette. Yes, that's good. And was I it, said. Was it Nigel? No, her oh. name's Odd. Audrey. Yeah. I said. How is she, how is she put together? How's Audrey looking? She's really pretty. Yoga fit? Yeah. And I said. What about, what about up top? Oh, no. She's, she has some. She has she's some probably yoga. flexible now. Oh, sure. She has some yoga pants on? Yes, babe. Oh, nice People, ass. yoga yeah. teachers typically wear yoga nice, pants. Nice. Anyway, she said, Tank I'm going to, I want to talk about More yoga More importantly, etiquette. what does Nigel look like? And oh, I yeah. said to her. You'd like her. Edit. I just said, I just replied. Good idea. Yeah, that is good. And then the lady next to me was staring at me like, do you want to go? Oh, and I, yeah. I wouldn't look at her because... Oh, yoga fight. Yes. Brutal. Anyway, that's what happened. Sometimes, and I don't know why all um, yoga studios don't have this. Some yoga studios that I've been to in the past have lines painted on the floor. 
So you just go to a line and you drop your mat on top of the line. So the line bisects your mat. Well, and then the next person comes idea. and they drop theirs on the line. It so sorts it out for everyone's the, space the same distance that, apart. But can't figure out that you don't need yes. to like be on top of somebody else. Yes. That's that makes sense because people in general struggle with figuring life out. So it's just true. give them a few guidelines. It's, it's not, so simple. It's not intrusive. Just right. hey, here's where we should be. People don't want to have to think. Give them, don't, don't give, give them a reason just not to. Don't think. Give them a reason not to yeah. think. So if, anyway. if you go into a parking lot where there aren't lines, like you know, it's a oh, six mess. People fuck it mess. up. Uh, it would be a disaster. Huge mess. Massive, <laughs> massive mess. Okay, quickly, let's read some email. Yeah, let's read it. Ballers. Oh, sore subject here. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Please tell Don't it. act like you don't have a Reddit. Please, well, I'm just read it now. <laughs> I read the first sentence. If this is a mean email to me, it's not mean. fuck off. Please tell us you found Fancy's turtle alive and well. Oh, no. In uh, somebody's lettuce patch, fucking the shit out of their little turtle or even their small dog. <laughs> America needs good news. Well, you've come to the wrong place. We we, uh, uh, we fear the we, Luigi, aka Louis. We feel the turtle was fell victim to a bird of prey. That's the only. Oh, yeah. That's the only. Because um, there's no sign of it. Plausible no explanation no that sign. Brian and I can come up with. We don't is have. That, a, we don't have a very big yard. We don't have a maybe, big yard. Maybe it was the ghost that knocked Kate's computer off the, oh, the table. It's not Ed. What are you doing? What you know you what? Doing, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh my god! I have I'm not, sorry. I'm sorry. That had not occurred to me. We see. We have a lot of wildlife here. We back up to a big open space area, and so in yeah. the, at night, you you will get coyotes, bobcats, <laughs> snakes, like oh, all sorts of move. giant yeah, raccoons, all, giant raccoons. But that's more night activity. This took place. Something in the got day. it during the day, and it makes me think like, that it was a bird. We have owls. We have all sorts of. And night I feel killers. like a real asshole because. Yeah. The person who gifted me the tortoise oh, no. for our daughter, oh, no. she did say, Hopefully she you need doesn't to... listen to this podcast. Wow, Kylie, I'm so sorry. Yeah. She did say, don't leave him outside because of a bird, a bird will, will get him. And then you did what? And then I let him outside mm. and a bird got him. But Probably. In, in my feeble excuse, um, I did... He could have I, run off. The doors were open. I've, um, <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I was... I was keeping an eye on him, <laughs> yes, and I just feel of. like uh, what a bird swooped into our tiny backyard, and I didn't. I, I don't know. know. I never. I mean, I never isn't that what the shell's for? Fucking yes, yes, yes. Get inside the shell. Of he would have protection. You got a shield. I have not it's given up. One of, it's a great mystery. I feel like he may just be hunkered down somewhere that we just don't see him. Well, you have not looked lately. I've looked a lot. Not since. Well, we those things are known to be fast, so weekend. they could be anywhere. By yeah, now. that's true. Ed, that's true. Yes. You'd be surprised well, how Ed, fast it is. Seeing as it's been a week or more, like he could be to Mexico by now. Anyway, look, I'm in talks <laughs> with a pet store in San Diego. No, 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 no. no. Yes. Oh, it's happening. Oh, my God. To get... But the last turtle was free. Another when you say pet store, that implies commerce. I do have to buy it to get another tortoise, but I'm going to get a different breed of tortoise because I researched the breed that I had, and uh, it grows a little God, larger no. than yeah. I had. It comes had. good money after bad money. I, I have planned on. Stop. 
Yes. No, where Brian and I, Brian's going to help me build an outdoor um, enclosure so like that I, it's going to be like safe. I can build things? No, you don't. But you're yes. going to do find a YouTube how-to video. This is video. my favorite subject. No. no. Okay. <clears throat> we'll do an Insta story e- of building the tortoise enclosure. The email continues. My kids don't even want a pet. No. It's really for me. The email continues. Okay. One positive takeaway from Hurricane Harvey is heroic oh. of is heroic rescues of people and animals. True. All, all these years I've been trying to give Texas back to Mexico, make instant Mexicans out of those fat oil barons. My heart is out to those who are suffering, but I still like my plan to revitalize Mexico's economy. That is from Andy in Denver. Humming. I think Andy watched, watched a little too much J.R. Ewing. He yes. thinks everybody's an oil baron. <laughs> so good. That's a very good email, Andy. Thank you for that. I was reading about uh, oil baron J. Paul Getty. Oh yeah, dude! Dude, like made all his money in a couple of years out of uh, out of school, and he's like, "All right, I'm going to California and just have lots of sex and have huge estate." And he had, he, but he was still cheap, and he had a payphone in his house. He was rich fuck, as fuck. That was my plan. And his work. his like he was so rich that his whole family is still rich as fuck. All and of he, them. He, he he picked up and left when he was like 24 or something. Yeah. Like he had made his money. He was like, "All right, I'm good." Is that did was that um did they base that uh, there will be blood? Wasn't that based on him? Oh, was oh, it? Oh, maybe. I don't know. That's a good movie. I could have just made that up. If I That's a great movie. He had a grandson that was kidnapped and they fucking cut off the kid's ear That's right. or something. Yeah, cuz mm-hmm. he started talking him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was negotiating yes, down. Yes. He's like, "No, well, let's see." They uh, they're making a movie about that. Okay. Making, I, be, I believe we talked about this the other week. How there were how there were two um, two Prefontaine movies yes. at the same time. There were two, two asteroid asteroids. movies. There was vice versa, and then the other one with Judd, like father, like son. Judge Reinhold, Judge as yeah. a name. It's kind of badass. Um, there's gonna there's two movies coming out about the Getty kidnapping. It's my understanding. One might be a TV show. What is that like? A, there's a leak from one studio, and know. then they're like, "We need a competing oh, movie." Truman Show, Ed TV. Yes, yes. I just want to say, I had a friend. I'm not going to say her name, but she was from a Hollywood family. Yeah. She was kidnapped when she was a really? toddler. Yes, yes, for ransom. Yeah. And does she have both of her ears? She does. Yeah, yeah. There was also a movie made about her, not her life, but her family life. Yeah, I remember. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's called. Yeah. Poison Ivy yes. with Drew Barrymore. Yes. Based on I do her actual home this life is, can, situation. Can I play the dropping name sound, even though you have not dropped any names? I'm not going to drop the name. <laughs> okay. I don't okay. think she wants her name. No, well, good luck to the Gettys. Uh, okay. well, they need it. An- <laughs> they need it. Another email. Hi, Bread. That's Brian plus Ed. Mm. B-R-E-D. Oh, that's pretty tight. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Hi, Bread. I'm dating a Jewish girl. It is going mm-hmm. great. But things are not, quote, kosher. I knew he was going to say kosher. In certain areas. What am I supposed to do when it is time to return the favor? Thanks. That is from our friend Perry in Westwood. Mm. I don't. 
There's not a lot of detail here, although I will. I'm I gonna. Be, I know. I, I know all. Have about sex with someone about. that didn't have like a adequate hygiene for right. me. I'm it gonna, would just be a deal breaker. I'm, I'm gonna infer like, that that's what he's talking about. That there's a just, there's a pH situation. Just be like in a, the one time sitch in her see you later. genital area. But my that question sucks. is this: She's probably not even aware. What does that have to do with her being Jewish, Ed? You're, that's a good. That's a good point. Your wife is Jewish, and I'm just going to assume that her genitals are pristine, beautiful. Yes, of course. So I don't know that those two things are related. I think he did that I just think. so he should drop that kosher in there, like he wanted to get a yeah. joke in. Um. Well, a you don't get points for dating a Jewish lady. Yes. But like you know, well done. No, good for you. B she's probably not aware, and that yes. sucks. Yes. Um. And it probably has something to do with. I don't it's know. It's pH. She should. She could have an infection. And it could be. So it could be was, so many things. Yes, yeah, could be diet. Um, yes. But you know, you if you want to keep right having yes relations with this lady. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking he was just going in a different direction. I thought oh. he was just he wanted to talk about being with a Jewish girl, which. Yeah. I can I can relate to. I I got nothing to add to this. I problem. just can't oh, imagine oh. ha- being there, huh? being intimate with someone and there being certain places on the body that are yes. off limits. That's oh, not going to work. Me either. For that, me at least. No, me either. So it does not work for me. Um, I like full access. Yeah, and you the, can't you can't say anything to her because that's all um, of the real estate. She's going to be really mortified. Like, I don't want to. That's going to be something she'll need to have therapy about. I don't want to run into the any, time like, that a guy told no her that trespassing signs her, um, or you know, no trespassing smells. Pussy was smelled not great. I I have very limited experience with this. I have not run into an unhealthy vagina in quite a long time. But I do recall that situation as a younger man, and I would just like stay, you know, I wouldn't, I just would kind of stay away Mm. from down there. In this situation, Perry, I assume you are an adult. You're not a 16-year-old Brian Beckner just trying to get in where you fit in. And it sounds like you really like this girl. You're saying it's, you plainly state it is going great. And that is not something that a lot of dudes say in a lot of relationships. That's true. So this is a situation where you should probably, if you, if this is a relationship you want to have and everything else about her is good, you got to have a hard discussion because it's not, if she knew her genital situation was not pristine, I prefer them to be pristine. Completely pristine. Like, and is perfect. it just have you tried on a few occasions? Is it like a certain yes. time of the month? It could, maybe yes, near her it could be a passing cycle? situation. Um, Might just be an infection. And have you had this problem before? Like, could this be something that is about you? She could be allergic to your sperm. No, I'm just saying, like, are are there, have there been more girls that he's had this feeling? Are the condoms off? Is that what's going on? Okay. Perry, you leave us hanging a little bit on the details, but my suggestion to you would be to have a frank discussion with her and she will ultimately appreciate that. 
Hopefully. But you need to be delicate. Don't yeah, be delicate. come at it like, yeah. hey, yo, you might need maybe to get a, some experts on yeah. this. Yeah, no. like, have you douched lately? No, no, you don't. You don't need to douche. No one needs to douche. It's not a real thing. If you're, no, if your vagina's you healthy, you need to be real delicate with this conversation. Yes, I agree. I totally agree. There's there's a way to handle it. But please let us know how it goes, Perry. Because sure, I want you know, this to work for you. Hopefully, you got, it's nothing major like having, sheep. For and I'm pretty sure the tampon. Jewish thing had nothing to do with it. Yeah, Not I don't there. think in, uh, the Jewish thing's an issue. Just find out what's going on down there and let us know because I want to know. Okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in Fancy Pop? Well, I just read about an unlikely roommate situation from the past. Oh. But um, our Pats, Robert, Robert Pattison. Twilight. Pattinson? Pattinson. How, how old Pattinson. is he? I don't know. I feel you, like these 30? Twilight movies have been going on forever. Well, I mean, he, they're, they're not yes. anymore, but... Yes. No, but like that's how everyone knows He's been in his 30s, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. He looks Because like, I, I saw a good recommendation for a movie that he was in, but I was like, the Twilight guy? Do I need to right. see this? Right. He's like a bank robber or something? Um, yeah, it seemed like a crime movie, but yeah. I, I don't know. I struggle with the fact that it's the Twilight Yeah, it's guy. called Good Time, and yeah. he, he gets rave reviews. I shy away from any Pattinson-related content. He just seems like such a bore. I did see the trailer for that for um, It seems pretty good. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'd be in. Anyway, like, take a guess. Um, when he oh. first came to L.A., okay. who... Was his roommate okay for a short period at the none other than the very classy Oakwood Tatum Oakwood Burbank Oakwood Ed guesses Channing Tatum I right they're similar yes fame age I don't know about actual age they've been famous about the same I will say I will go off the board and I will say Ralphie May I'm gonna give you guys you're you're both wrong but I'm gonna give you some hints okay parole violation. Sex tape, barroom stabbing. Is there anyone that stabbing? Ring, any names about, that ring a bell? Talking about Screech? Jer- yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> other than Dustin Diamond, it. the only the only barroom stabbing <laughs> stabbing I know. Screech. Yeah, they were roommates for a short wow. time. And to think that at the time. Screech was probably high on the hog. He was like living the LA life. Like he was probably doing the college years at that point. Mm-hmm. Like but his star isn't he like was twice on, his age. What is he? Twenty five. His star was on the rise. I would say Screech is probably about forty, right? Yeah, he's probably like a bit older. Dustin so Diamond. They used to like. Make I'm gonna hot, say forty five. They used oh, to really? heat up okay. some hot pockets together. Yeah. Do you think they uh, ever finger cuffed anybody? A woman. Mm, I don't know Spit what that roast. Is. Spit roast. I don't know what that is. Do you think is. they ever shared a, <laughs> had a threesome? Uh, okay. I hope not. D- Dustin Neal Diamond. He's made that up, right? His real middle name, well, his real last name can't possibly be Diamond, and I'm guessing that Neal is not his middle name. American actor, musician, director, calm down. And stand, stand up comedian. Come on. No, no. Uh, January 7th, 1977, 40 what? years old, Dustin Diamond. Yeah, that's about I'm what I would have thought. older than Screech? Yeah. Yep, you're older than Screech. Robert Pattinson is, whoa, May 13th, 1986, age 31, nine-year age gap. And he hasn't had a roommate in... Ten years. Yeah, he was. Yeah, 
fresh off the boat, Ed. Well, good yeah, for that. So he was like, he was like living with a thirty-five-year-old dude. That must have been weird. Yeah. What was? I Screech wonder how there? they like hooked Did up. Did he need the money back then? I don't, yeah. What like Screech had been on network for a while at that point. Why was he still in the Oakwood? I don't interesting, know. interesting. Okay, what else is going on, Kate? I got some Kid Rock news for oh, you. Bob Richie, I know you were like yeah. Bob Richie, wondering what Bob was up to. Yes, well, let wondering. me tell you, he's running for Senate. Yeah, um, Kid yeah. Rock for Senate.com. You might want to check that out. Well, how can you? But his name isn't Kid Rock. That's why some people are Kid saying Rock that it's Senate. fake. So apparently, a journalist found out that it. The website was registered to Warner Brothers Records, uh-huh, which led to accusations that Kid was he's, just using the idea of running for office as a way to sell T-shirts and caps to, yes. and say Kid Rock he's for trying U.S. To sell Senate. A box. He's trying to move merch. It's all about merch so these days. So the fact that he hadn't registered with the Federal Election Commission um, kind of led to further imagine the speculation con- that the idea is all a big marketing. Imagine ploy. the kind of maniac. And I might, I might just get one now. Imagine maybe maybe the, he should. Imagine the kind of maniac that would leave the house in a fucking Kid Rock for President t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Like, immediate watch list. Immediate. Because you don't know it, what that person's capable of. So anyway, of. like, the story, um, the yes. plot thickens. So now oh, yes. one of the most prominent watchdog groups in Washington says... Um, that the website's legitimacy doesn't matter. According to campaign yeah, finance law, someone becomes a candidate when they either announce their candidacy or collect $5,000. Yeah. So we don't know how much Bob Ritchie has made slinging swag on his new site. Mm-hmm. Wait, you can't say for Senate, you you can't make money on like, no. you know, Not you can't say Mickey Mouse for Senate or whatever and sell t-shirts like there, yeah. Once you make a certain amount, then it's binding? Yes, yeah, when, I believe okay, so. Once you collect and he's also, um, you know, if you go, I'm going to read you. From oh, oh, yes. Website. Please do. Um, I mean, it's supposed to, you know, sound like it's real. Yeah. I'm looking for the one line that is was it, pretty good. Is it like? Bow da ba da bang bang. One thing I'm is for, for sure, though, Senate. the Democrats. My name is Senate. <laughs> Rock. <laughs> uh, what is it? Read to us from his website, please. I mean, after a couple of paragraphs, it says, "One thing is for sure, though, the Democrats are shatting in their pantaloons right now." Oh, oh my no. fucking god! We I- will be scheduling a press conference in the next six, next six weeks or so to address this issue, among others. Um, some issue about voter registration that he's a cause that he says he's going to champion. You know, I hate all excrement related humor and I really hate the word, the, the past tense of shit. Yeah. Shat. Shat. I hate it. Can't you just, I would just, I just use shit as the past tense. Um, so anyway, Um, regardless of whether he's only exploring candidacy, he's selling Kid Rock for Senate merch and is a candidate under the law. It says campaign yeah, finance so law candidate. 101. Yeah, fucking A. So he's already Better think in about trouble. it, kid. Your name is Kid. Yeah. So- and that's another problem with rappers. We were talking about names last week. You shouldn't do Lil or Kid yeah. or something because eventually... Your fucking 50-year-old Bob Ritchie. Yeah, Bob Ritchie's 50. Yeah, or baby. Ish. Yeah, or baby. Baby, baby. F- Kenneth Babyface Edmonds? Yeah. He does, does have a baby face. He does have a baby yeah, face. Also, Kid Rock's um, brand is expanding from 
music to politics to the restaurant industry. Oh, oh good is news. He, is he partnering with my guy, Guy? He's bringing, Fieri? Um, let's see. Because I could, I could change my tune on Kid Rock pretty quickly. <laughs> right. Donkey not sauce only, on a kid burger. Yeah. Not only will he in. be opening the new Little Caesars Arena in Detroit this September oh, with a right. string of six oh. concerts, he'll all, all also be can't speak, debuting his Made in Detroit restaurant at the venue. Fuck yeah. He's bringing a 5,800-square-foot, 230-seat-eating establishment to downtown Detroit. Fucking A is. Yeah, offering... Can you imagine... There are enough people in the world eating Little Caesars also, that they can build an arena. No, they can have was, ownership of an arena. I was just thinking of that because rights. I believe uh, um, at Little Caesars, like two pizzas are five dollars or something. Like it's <laughs> yeah. it's ridiculous. What, the last like, time, yeah, the last time I ate it was in high school. Yeah, and it was like you know you just you, you just don't have money, and you're like, all right, I guess I'll just uh, I'll, I'll get Little Caesars. And spend as little money, like four yes. guys together, chip in a dollar, and you can have you can have two pizzas. Yeah. I've I've never had. When I was in high, I've never had Little Caesars. When I was in high school, my buddy Jeff worked at Little Caesars, and then he would he would call in sick. He'd be like, "Hey, look, I'm not coming in today. I'm sick." And then we'd get stoned and we'd get hungry, and he'd be like, "Dude, you want me to go over to Little Caesars and get us a pizza?" And then he would go there. And we would all give him a buck. On his sick day. He would go there, despite the fact that he had just called him sick, and pick up two pizzas and bring it back to us. That was, that was, that was my last experience. Um, I think season. what's really going to make Made in Detroit cool, though, is all the Kid Rock memorabilia that will adorn, adorn the That's what I'm talking walls. about. And local artists will get to use the restaurant's live music stage to perform. Fuck yeah, they will. Yeah. In patron of the arts. And lo- by local artists, of course, he means Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope. I hope so. That's right. The fucking uh, what are they called? Maybe Insane- Vanilla Ice when it comes yeah. to town. Insane Clown Posse. What up? Okay, what else is going on, Kate? Coldplay. Oof. Unleashed oh, a man-made oof. disaster. Not in response an to Hurricane oh. Harvey. A song called. Houston. Did he, did he, did Chris Martin have to find another, did he have to surgically get another finger transplanted onto him so that he could get another layer of tape to support yet another cause? Because his fingers are covered with Sharpie and different colored tapes. Are they? To, yes. What about all the, because he supports um, so many what causes. About all so the, many causes. What do you yeah. call those bracelets that he wears? He probably Cause. wears those too. No, he. Like the Lance Armstrong ones? Oh, they're the like, silicon ones? He has loads of them. Yeah. Beads? Does he do beads? I'm going to read you some lines. And, and it's, like a, it's like a, it's like a, um, it's like country Coldplay. Ed, don't be He's gross. doing like a country. Oh, no. Do you want, we should play a little no, bit. No, I don't have, I'm not set up for that. Also, we're, we haven't paid the I'm gonna rights. Re- I'm going to I'm going to read you some some lyrics just of this one. I'm sure it's profound it's, as hell. I'm dreaming of when I get back to Houston. I'm dreaming of that very special place. I'm dreaming of when Houston oh. has no problems in that city where they send you into space. Oh, I'm sick. dreaming of when I get That's back so to good. Texas. Corpus Christi, Harris County, Galveston. Oh, he's just name dropping. There's a harmony that bonds down there in Houston. Oh, Houston, you got to keep on keeping he's on. He's never spent any time there except to <laughs> he wants to get been back there to there. play a show. <sighs> get back there. He's never been to Corpus Christi or Baytown. No. Come on. I think they had to cancel a concert there, which is why. The only the lazier lyrics are the lyrics to the theme song for Small Wonder. She's fantastic, made of plastic. That's that's what I can remember from that one. 
She was amazing. Um, I believe the small wonder kid. I think went, we'll post that uh, video on the Facebook page. I believe so you guys this, can see the small wonder it. brother, not Vicky. Jamie, he's Jamie. a real piece of shit. Jamie, I believe he went. Who? To, I, went, I believe he went to high school with our um, friend of the show, Travis Rogers, uh-huh. and I believe he did not have an easy time. <laughs> he was not cool. No, at Arcadia High School. It's next time Travis Rogers on the show. We'll have to ask him about that. Uh, okay, Kate. What else? Did you guys talk about JJ Watt's um, relief fund for Houston? Yeah, we did a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it started did. off with a two hundred thousand um, dollar goal a little over a week ago, and it's um, up to twenty million. Amazing, something. amazing. Miley Cyrus gave five hundred thousand. Drake two hundred thousand. Chris Paul seventy five thousand. Yeah, so awesome. Those are some big donations. Amazing. Yes. So he's all um, tremendous, he, tremendous. He's the force, got. Just he's by also the force got a real heartfelt yeah. thank you video. Yep. Which we might post yep. too. He's a great dude, but he's a big dude, and I would never want to be cornered by him in any type of enclosed well, let's hope area. Hope he doesn't listen to the podcast like a, and some of the shit you've talked like about. A, huh? Like a harbor area bathroom stall or any, like a off a freeway exit rest stop. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Uh, okay. All right. Um, Lil Wayne has been in the hospital again. So a while ago, oh, we talked about Lil Wayne scissor. having to, um, he was in a plane that had to have an emergency yeah, landing because he was having seizures. He's on that lean. Which is definitely um, because he likes to sip, sip lean. Yeah. He's on that lean. Tell people what lean is again. It's codeine nope. cough syrup. Makes it. I think, I think people even mix Lil other Wayne stuff yeah. in and out it's too. It's like, I, I like Lil Wayne. Yeah. I do too. But there's not going to be the element of surprise when no, the news breaks. Not like like when Prince died, even though yeah. he, he'd had like an a but I didn't reported know overdose like a couple weeks before where they had to land a plane for him. But, but yeah, you don't really know no. what's going on. At Michael least, Jackson was not a surprise. I remember when people were like, can you believe he died? It's like, he's been dying for like 30 years. Oh, yeah. yeah. At least Lil but Wayne can Lil die. Lil Wayne is not going to be a surprise. Knowing yeah. that he be hit. sad. The yes. career goal of having the theme song of Ballers. Ballers. Yeah. Has he been on Ballers? Because I would like I don't that. I don't think so. Well, let's see if we can get him on there. There was before. another rapper, Travis, was on. You really do watch that show. Yeah, yeah we oh, watch, watch it. Ballers. So it's so. Oh, it's And no. it's beyond terrible. You got to so watch it. It's so bad. But so I funny, watched though. like half of the first episode. I was like, oh, this is Entourage. Awful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it yes. is. It's better than Entourage because it it's got better. the rock, but it's just as right. bad. It's just as bad in every other sense. No, it's got sense. like a few way better actors. It's got um, Richard Schiff. Schiff. Yes. It's yeah, got I like, uh, what's um, his name? Rob Corddry. Rob, Rob Corddry. Corddry. Yeah, he's pretty good. I mean, it's a terrible show, but it's a, like it's like a throwaway show. Yeah, you just have it on. Anyway, so um, there's sometimes there's titties on it. Yeah, it so seizures force a little. In my book, a lot of titties all the time. Yeah. Seizures force Lil Wayne into hospital Sunday. Um, apparently, he was getting no sleep. So yeah. he's been overdoing it he likes and sleeping to lean and do, going to a show, doing a show and then going to the studio and not yeah. sleeping. So yeah. he needs two weeks to recover. Yeah. So thoughts get, and prayers. Get off that lean, Wayne. Little Wayne. Yeah. Is that it, Kate? Um, Purple drank. I got a couple more. I got one more thing. Okay. okay. So the Usher accuser, Quantasia oh, Sharpton. One of my favorite stories. She's claiming she filmed she and Usher having sex in that oh hotel on the night that mm-hmm. Usher allegedly gave her was, the her did she conceal the camera in one of her roles she claims the singer knew he was being recorded oh he probably liked it 
What's the name? I got to look her up. Quantasia. Quantasia. Um, just, so just Usher, do Usher said, he, the first Usher's den- Disney film. Yeah, Usher's yeah, denied that he said it, he couldn't have been there because he was too busy falling in love with his now wife. Plus, Quantasia is not his type. Is he? Yeah, because <laughs> she weighs four hundred pounds. Is what he claims. Is um so. is he not married to Chile? I think they Chile broke up. They TLC. broke up, and then he married some other. Whoa, who seems yes. older? What's precious? What's TLC stand for? Tony Left Eye. Chili. That's right. Is Tony the first one? I'm not sure. Me either. Who's so. Tony? In TLC? I think it's I've... not Tony. What are, who, are the, I know... who are the three TLC people? Tony? T-Boz. T-Boz. I knew that. I knew, I knew that. that too. I don't so know. So sad around here. T-Boz. Anyway. Left um, eye. Quantasia has a super high powered attorney, Lisa Bloom, who's going to, um, she's trying, she's, she's attempting a, to subpoena hotel surveillance she's video. She's a TV attorney. She's a she, shakedown which, attorney. Right. But she's like, she's high powered in her own yeah. way. Yeah. No, she is. She gets you on TV. She claims that this surveillance video shows Usher going into Quantasia's hotel room. But it doesn't show him going into Quantasia, well, which I don't think anybody Quantasia would want to see. Well, apparently Quantasia has a video showing that. Oh, like what do you that. think? I think she's think just each she's of Quantasia's breast weight. A uh, hundred pounds each. Easy. Like they, the, like you know how people say, oh, they look like bowling balls. Like they actually look like bowling balls. She, we we're not here to body shame, but she's huge. No, 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 she's massive. Well, no, I'm, I know I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just talking about the size of her breasts. I'm yeah. not talking about the rest of her. Yeah. Brian and I drove back from the Bay Area yesterday. The, the yay, and we saw a lot of burners. Oh yeah, aka people Ed. leaving Burning Man um, with their. Um, vehicles covered in like thick white Everybody's dust with their vehicle. with their, all their bikes with their glitter yes. and stream streamers with on what? their bike handles. Everybody's vehicle was covered with fucking sand, like, like white, white sand. sand. And and I'm thinking to myself, well, that means the people have that shit all over them too. Well, I'm looking at pictures from Burning Man, and no one looks like they're covered in sand. Well, Paris Hilton was there. Well, guess where what? is Burning Man? Burning Man is Red Rock City, which is, is like it's like outside of Reno. Isn't yeah, it? like in the desert, in Nevada. Yeah. Um, but I will say Hot this: fuck. fuck camping, fuck Burning Man, fuck anything camping related, fuck anything Burning Man related. It's it's just fuck a music festival, right? It's like no, it's no, it's, it's like not. a hippie thing, but it's like nerd. There's hippies. mostly just DJs. Yeah. In drugs and yes. you ride bikes around it's and like a little barter. it's like a little oh, village there was an episode one of the later episodes in 90210 I think they went there oh Dylan, really that, that crummy guy Matt and you, and you make it fun like of me for big, watching it's a ballers. big thing now and then on the last I, I said we're all into weird shit yeah, okay. I'm yeah. not a Burning Man expert but I believe what happens is on the last day they burn the Burning Man they do yeah and some guy, is that what you're about to say? Yes, yeah. and a guy ran into the Burning Man flames. Yes, they burn an effigy. And killed himself. And it's massive. Huge. He took it a little, he took it literally. <laughs> yes, he did, yes. Burning, uh, burning me. Right. He anyway. had. I'll be that man. <laughs> he had taken a lot of liquid acid. Oh, had he? I don't know. Oh. Seems like it. Yeah. I'm looking at clicking through pictures, and it looks very like a lot of models in not very much clothes. Seems like a bad around. way to go. Well, I'd be into that. Oh, burning to death? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to put that pretty low on my yeah, it's desires. Pretty low. And that's like I the lowest say, on me. Yes, Mine. yeah. Burning to death. If drown me any day of the week. Yeah. I do me not too. want to go on fire. Drown me. Drowning, drowning seems like a real bummer, too. No, here's how I want to go. I, w- I want to drown. In titties, I want to be I want to be suffocated and drowned by big beautiful breasts. 
That's how I want to go. Okay, well, we're devolving into... We're evolving. Some other We're doing place. our own Burning Man here. That's it. That's my wrap-up of the news. Oh, my God. So good. Kate McManus. Everyone and, go to kidrockforsenate.com yes, and check that out. me a shirt. I mean, I it's it. not real, but who knows? Like, it could become hey, real. That's the fanny pack of shirts. It's real to me, goddammit. Right. <laughs> the, that, we talked about great YouTube clips. That's got to be top five. Yeah, it's the best. It's real to me, yeah, he's, damn it. He's crying about wrestling. Uh, that's worse than having a wrestling belt-themed fanny pack. Much worse. Being be, being virally... Oh, I think I have a... Um, linked I think I have a wrestling Patreon. Tiers. Oh. I, every day I open up uh, uh, Instagram and I half expect to see like a cockatiel on your shoulder. We're <laughs> getting there with no. you. No, what are you talking about? I want to shout out <laughs> to... Gondolier hat, fanny pack. Like we're, we're getting God. close. What's a you're, gondolier You're almost hat? in cockatiel boa territory. <laughs> uh, snake. Um, yes, Kate? I want to shout out to our newest Patreon. Okay. Oh, nice. Yes. Family. Yes. Subscriber. Okay. Ryan Osanka Cruz. Oh, he's an emailer. He's a good dude. Very cool, dude. Thank you, good Ryan. Thank dude. you. Love you. Thanks for going out of your way. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Excellent job all the and way around. Oh. Everyone yes. should be giving money to Harvey. Yes, Hurricane Harvey. Right. But then later you should come back uh, to giving money Ed, to Ed echoed Russia. those same sentiments last week. <laughs> Just it's the, the whole Steve Martin on SNL thing. Yeah. You know, number one wish to all the children of the world. But if I could have two wishes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a 30 day orgasm. And then all the children of the world. Right. The hold hand. <laughs> uh, okay. Excellent job all the way around. We love you guys. Yeah, we do. For Kate McManus, for Thanks, Ed Daily. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 185 wow. of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Jesus. Uh, we will see you next week. Bye. Goodbye.